Welcome to Ted in Your Head, the podcast created exclusively to help you transform your thinking to show up powerfully and authentically in your life and in your business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high performance coach. On this show, we talk about how to tap into the power of your mind, release bad habits, eliminate fear and the limiting beliefs that may be holding you back. We dive deep into cultivating the success mindset that you need for a life of abundance, health, and happiness. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. And in my practice, I help people get rid of what I call and what many other people call stinking thinking, negative thoughts, bad programming. And I do this with the tool of hypnosis. And if you want to learn more about hypnosis and hypnotherapy and how that can help you, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of the show. Because if you're struggling, you don't need to stay on that path. There are things that you can do, a lot of things, and hypnotherapy is only one of them, things you can do to change your life and have a better experience. But let's get into today's podcast, 10 Ways to Cultivate joy. A lot of people struggling to find joy these days, so I thought this might be a good topic for today. So a little story. 1998, I'm living in Tucson, Arizona, and I am not happy. My girlfriend, who I was living with, were having major problems with each other. In fact, we were very soon to break up. Money was really tight, and to top it off, someone broke into my house that I was living in, and stole my stereo and the guitar that my parents had given to me for my high school graduation back in 1978. The two things that made me the happiest, my guitar and my stereo, were gone. And everything looked very, very bleak. This went on for a couple of weeks. I was very bummed out until I decided to use my JCPenney credit card and buy a Sony Discman with some headphones. Remember the Sony Discman, you know, portable CD player? So uh, I went straight from JCPenney to the campus of the University of Arizona. I sat on a shady bench and listened to Mozart. I sat there with my eyes closed with bliss, contentment, and delight. I was feeling joy for the first time in a long time, and it felt good. Interestingly enough, It wasn't just a one-time thing. Things got better for me after that immediately. You know, there are a lot of articles online about how to find joy. However, joy is not something you go looking for. Like a garden, it's something you must cultivate and continue to work on so that joy becomes a regular part of your life. Maybe you can remember being a child and feeling the lightness of joy as you played and jumped and ran and laughed. I remember as a child running through the sprinkler in my backyard with my brothers singing supercalifragilisticexpialidocious with wild abandon. We felt it in our bodies. We were present with the amazing feeling of being alive, and we expressed it through movement, singing, being silly, and laughing. But of course, we grow up, We become burdened with responsibilities and worries, and we lose the lightness. You know, we we really don't lose it. We lose the time to cultivate it, which as adults, I believe we must do as a regular part of our self-care. 
When we feel joy, everything is right with the world. We feel safe, confident, fulfilled, and loved by the universe. Do you think it's good for our health? Of course it is. Can you feel joy even when you're not happy? Yes, because they're two different things. Happiness comes from the pleasurable feelings we have when we're excited or satisfied with situations, things, or an experience. Joy, however, is longer lasting with feelings of contentment, fulfillment, and peace. It can be cultivated even when there are circumstances going on in your life that are not making you happy, such as my ability to find joy even in the midst of great uncertainty with my relationship as well as the loss of my property. So kind of going with the idea of cultivation, happiness, uh, I would say, is a vase of flowers, while joy is your garden of beautiful flowers that you cultivate on a daily basis. So here are 10 ways to cultivate more joy in your life, while acknowledging that there are many more ways for you to figure out on your own. Number one, physical activity. But you knew that, right? Moving your body releases neurotransmitters that make you feel good. In my view, this is the fertile soil for cultivating joy, being connected with your body through movement and physical activity. Number two, get outside. Even sitting in a chair, watching the clouds or the rain or listening to the birds, that can be joyful. Cultivate being present to the miracle of the natural world. It's our birthright, and it's our home. Number three, practice gratitude. If you focus on what you lack and what's going wrong in your life, you're focused on the weeds that grow in your flower garden. However, if you look for things to be grateful for, you'll find them. I would suggest that in your garden of joy... Gratitude is the sunshine that lights what's beautiful in your life. Number four is self-care. You knew that was coming, didn't you? It's hard to feel joyful if you're not taking good care of your body as well as your mind. This might mean taking more breaks or even more vacations, making more time for relaxation, meditation, or prayer. Or, of course, paying more attention to your diet. Make time to do the things that you enjoy doing, such as your favorite interests or hobbies. And most importantly, get good sleep for God's sake. Number five, create daily positive rituals. Let's see, how about a daily walk, jog, or bike ride outside while practicing gratitude? Wow, that covers half of my list right there all at once. Establish a morning routine or any time of the day that gets you in the right mindset. Create a daily habit of yoga or stretching or reading or making art or music. These are the kind of things that have done consistently can change your life and create more consistent, abiding joy. Number six, play. Dance, sing, play games. Take that dusty motorcycle or bike out for a ride, or pick up that dusty guitar, or dust off the piano and play it. Board games, card games, chess, play. I played Scrabble with my mom recently for hours. It was so much fun. My dad started to feel neglected. 
see if you can bring back that feeling of being lost joyfully in the moment that we were so well able to do as children. Number seven, do something different and new. Novelty is the cure for stuckness and boredom. Take on a new hobby, start reading a new book, take a class, learn an instrument or a new skill that you can master. Challenge yourself to grow and learn. Cultivating joy requires flow, bringing in new energy, letting go of old ways of doing things. This is really, really important to do something different and new. Just try it. Number eight, spend time with positive people. Who you spend time with can be incredibly impactful. As much as possible, avoid spending time with complainers or folks that bring you down. Instead, hang out with people that are upbeat and positive, people that smile, laugh, and listen. This is one of the most joyful things that we do as humans, that social interaction so necessary for a life filled with joy. Number nine, deal with the past. Regret, sadness, shame, and depression can be heavy burdens that make it hard to be joyful. I invite you to have the intention that you're going to let go of the past and be free from its negative impact. If you need to cry or feel sad or lonely, then do that. But don't live there. Feelings come and feelings go. Cultivate hope and faith that things will get better. If you need to talk to a therapist, make that happen. Many, many people have overcome the pain of the past to live a more joyful life. You can too. Number 10, give back. The reason for living is giving. Find a way to help someone else. Volunteer. Donate time, money, or a skill to your favorite cause or charity. Giving back could even mean showing kindness or doing something nice for someone. You'll feel good, and that's good for you. Giving back means you stop thinking about yourself and you start thinking about someone else. So there you go. 10 ways in 10 minutes to cultivate joy in your life. Let me give you one more as a bonus. Find a sense of purpose or meaning for your life. There's only going to be one of you. And you bring something to the table that nobody else can. What do you want to be remembered for? What unique contribution do you want to make? Why were you put here on this earth? You may not find immediate answers to these questions, but it's the asking of the questions that matters. Keep asking and seeking to uncover your reason for being here. I hope you got something out of our time together. If I can help you to cultivate more joy in your life, feel free to request a complimentary consultation by going to tedmoreno.com contact. I'll get back to you within 48 hours. We'll talk about what's keeping you from joy or happiness or whatever it is that you want. I'll answer any questions you have and we can explore if working together is the best path forward for you. So let me leave you with today's quote by British novelist Amelia Barr, who said, It is only in sorrow that bad weather masters us. In joy, 
we face the storm and defy it. Take good care of yourself. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the 10 Your Head podcast. If bad habits, fears, and limiting beliefs are keeping you from the success you want, then it might be time to change your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. And we will see you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast podcast.